Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Good morning, high achieving preneurs. It is always an honor and a pleasure to be on the line with you all. And uh, yes, I am super, super excited to um, continue this journey uh, with you all. So we'll just go ahead and get started. And that journey we're talking about is the wisdom-inspired version of To Tell the Truth. And we've entitled this To Tell the Truth with a Twist. And I am your show host, and you are the panelists, right? And so this is where I'm going to introduce to you some lies and some imposters. Uh, and your responsibility as the panelist is to always filter everything that you hear with Scripture. Always measure everything that you hear with Scriptures with the scripture, okay? So the lies presented to you are going to be a combination of outright lies, half-truths, and falsehoods disguised as the truth. And I've already put a disclaimer out there that some of the things that I'll be sharing, I'm going to step on your toes, I'm just saying, right? I'm going to get in somebody's mailbox, right? And so uh, as we continue this journey this week, hopefully, you know, you'll stay with us, Uh, we'll We'll uh, end it on Friday, but uh, yeah, so let's continue the journey of to tell the truth with a twist. So the Bible defines truth as being utterly reliable and enduring and authentic. Biblical truth is inextricably linked to the dependable, unchanging character of God. You can trust everything that he says. He never lies. He always keeps his word. He's faithful to all of his promises, right? So we know that we can rely on the word of God and believe what the word, believe the word and what it says, right? And so with that said, with that backdrop, we're going to first introduce to you another lie, okay? So this lie, um, and I've heard it, regularly, just like I've heard, uh, you know, those that, I, that I've previously talked about. So this one is speaking things into existence. I've heard it said that way. I've heard it said, speak it into the atmosphere. I also, in my research, heard it said this way, your confession is your possession. Now, that one was actually kind of new to me, but Nevertheless, it's being said out there, right? And you're going to hear me refer to the law of attraction a lot, you know, throughout the the next coming days because it's really what's driving, it's one of the the philosophies that's driving these kinds of um, lies and these kinds of, um, you know, terminologies, right? Right? And so the law of attraction dictates that whatever you place your energy and your attention on will be attracted into your life. When you speak your desires out loud, it focuses your mind on a specific idea, and the spoken word has an energy that is much greater than mere thoughts in your head 
or ideas on paper. Some people believe that if you speak something into the universe, it will come true. In Christian circles, they call it, name it, and claim it. I was, as I was researching, I um, landed up on this um, article written by a very prominent pastor of a mega church. Uh, I won't name the pastor, but I will read an ex- excerpt from the article because it infuses this idea <laughs> of speaking things into existence. And when I read this, I was really just kind of blown away, right? So the article, in the article, he says, in the beginning, God brought creation into existence by the power of his spoken word, Genesis 1, 3 through um, 29. He goes on to say, he confidently commanded and literally created something out of nothing. This is an awe-inspiring story but many people don't realize they have the same power. He goes on to say uh, a couple of uh, sentences down, a couple of paragraphs. He says, the power of speech applies to all areas of our lives, whether it's concerning our families, our relationships, our finances, or our jobs. We have the authority to command into existence peace in our marriages, happiness in our children, tranquility in our households, and stability in our finances. Now, you may think, okay, right, I, you know, I can agree with that. The problem with this statement is that in the first sentence, that is true. In the beginning, God created, God brought creation into existence by the power of his spoken word. But what is not true is that we don't have that same authority. We cannot speak or create anything out of nothing. Because in the first paragraph, he described what it was. He said that he literally created, God literally created something out of nothing. And then he applies that same power to our ability to be able to do the same thing, right? And in this example, that's the danger, right, that we don't have the authority to command anything into existence or create anything or create something from nothing, right? That is where the lie begins, right? It's a half-truth. It's a falsehood but it's embraced by the church. And I'm telling you, when I was doing my research, I found so many prominent, highly influential ministers and pastors and people in the church that embrace this same thought, right? So along the same line, I wanted to talk about this word manifesting, right? Because it's, it's all... I just want you guys to stay with me because you'll get it in just a minute, okay? So manifesting means to make something happen, and it's a common thread throughout this whole New Age philosophy, right? This New Age movement calls this the law of attraction, and it is the belief 
that positive or negative things brought uh, bring positive or negative experiences into your life, right? It says that thoughts are energy, and energy can attract similar energies to itself because it's because there is an attractive magnetic pattern to the universe. Manifesting is inspired by various philosophical traditions. Um, Let me see if I can pronounce this one word. Uh, Hermeticism, New England Transcendentalism, specific verses of the Bible, and Hinduism. Do y'all see anything wrong with that? It's a combination of stuff that we have uh, we have pulled scripture, right, and combined it with all of this new age stuff, right? <laughs> you know that that makes it sound cool, right? And so, again, you'll hear me talk about you know the law of attraction, right, and. The thing is, believing in the law of attraction or manifesting your desires into being leads you to believe that you are your own God. That is the problem. Manifestation or manifesting is creating your own reality. And then it would lead you to believe, well, why would I need God at all? Right? Why would, why would you need to believe in God if you could manifest or create your own destiny? And that's where the lie lies. <laughs> Manifest, manifesting gives glory to us instead of God. And God will not yield his glory to another. Manifesting encourages going so far in so far into making your own decisions that you attempt to be the God of your own life. So you get what you want and you want what you get, right? It's the oldest temptation. The temptation to be like God is what we have talked about. We talked about it in the first episode. We talked about it uh, in the last episode. Right where the uh, we talked about it in the first episode where the serpent was speaking to Eve in Genesis three and five, right? And so I did present to you the lie. So now let's talk about the truth. Number one, speaking things into existence is an ability that only God possesses. In Genesis, we see where God spoke certain things in the world, things in the world into existence. God said, and it was so. And it's a repeated pattern, right? God is the only one who can say, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose." and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. That's Isaiah 55 and 11. Number two, yes, we are created in God's image, according to Genesis 1 and 27. However, we have no ability 
to speak anything into existence, right? We have no biblical reason to believe that speaking reality into existence is a part of this. It is an incommunicable aspect of God's character. Number three, people use Mark uh, the, the scripture of Mark 11 and 24 to, su- to support speaking things into z- existence. It says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Now, it's true that there's power in prayer, but that power is God, not our words, right? The purpose of that prayer is to conform our heart to God, not to bring things to us. Number four, the ability of our words to direct our thoughts, changes, change our behaviors, and affect others is not the same as the power of God speaking things into existence. It's not the same. We have no power to manifest our own destiny or to create physical or circumstantial realities through sheer belief. And the problem with all of what I have shared with you concerning these philosophies is that it's mixing Christianity Christianity with New Age philosophies, right? Remember what I have told you. The enemy's primary weapon is deception. Every line must be countered with the corresponding truth. That's what I've presented to you. It is our responsibility to take the time to discern the truth from error, right? We can speak faith into an area where doubt exists, but we cannot speak anything into existence. Okay, panelists. I've presented another example of the lies disguised as half-truths and falsehoods. You, the panelists, go and do your research. Study the word. Soak it in prayer. See what God is telling you, right? And I really hope you stick around for the rest of the week because I'll be stepping on some more toes, some more toes (laughs) in the coming episodes of To Tell the Truth with a Twist. So what are your takeaways? Put them out there on on Facebook or any uh, social media platform that you desire. Just use the hashtag WisdomInspired, hashtag WisdomInspiredPodcast, or hashtag WisdomInspiredSuccessCalls. Or if you'd like to go to Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, and search using those same hashtags, leave us a review. Also, if you'd like to know more about our virtual co-working and collaborating community and how you can benefit from the resources and transformational coaching. And just, you just want to find out what we're, what we're doing. Send us an email to hello at aaccoworking.com. With that said, meet us back on the line next time, same time, same place, same station with more Wisdom Inspired. Have a wildly productive day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.